Shalom, Holy Scriptures and Israel is a ministry designed to share with the Jewish people the good news of the Lord Jesus Yeshua the Messiah and to instruct Christians on the Jewish roots of their faith. And now, teaching God's Word from a Hebrew Messianic perspective, here is Gideon Levitam. Shalom, my dear brothers and sisters. We thank the Lord for the privilege to continue with the study of the book of Daniel. I would like you please to open your Bible to Daniel chapter 12. And we will continue in this last chapter that is found in the prophecy of Daniel. In fact, beloved brothers and sisters, I would like only to read the first three verses of Daniel chapter 12, because this portion at the end of the book of Daniel is very, very important, a portion of scripture, because in these three verses, in fact, the remaining of Daniel chapter 12, but specifically in these three verses of Daniel chapter 12, verses 1, 2, and 3, we learn of events that will lead to Israel's restoration and to the ultimate establishment of the Messianic Kingdom of the thousand years reign of the Lord Jesus, the Messiah over this earth, over Israel and the rest of the nations of the world. Let me read please these three verses and follow me and we will just be occupied in this ministry meeting with these first three verses of Daniel chapter 12. And so we read in verse 1, At that time shall Michael stand up the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people, and there shall be a time of trouble, such as never was since there was a nation, even to that same time. And at that time thy people shall be delivered, every one that shall be found written in the book. And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting contempt. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. And so here, beloved brothers and sisters, we are continuing in the study of the last prophetic message which Daniel have seen. It is actually the last vision which Daniel have seen, and this really comes together, brings before us the final events that will lead to Israel's restoration, Daniel's people's restoration, and ultimately the establishment of the kingdom that was promised by God to his people Israel, from generation to generation. Let me just remind you that Daniel chapter 10, 11, and 12 together are really one final unit of message that is really belongs together. If you remember, in Daniel chapter 10, in the first 10 verses, we have covered the fact that Daniel saw an appearance of a certain man. That man was an angel that came to minister to Daniel, as we read of him already in Daniel chapter 10 and verse 5, where it said, Then I lifted up mine eyes, and I looked, and behold, a certain man, clothed in linen, whose loins were girded with fine gold of upaz speaks of royalty. In other words, that man, we have learned that he was 
that angel that served, ministered to Daniel there, as Daniel was carried by the Spirit into that location after he was mourning so much for the people of Israel. And if you remember, Daniel himself was the one that it says here, in the fourth and twentieth day, in the first month, I was by the side of the great river, which is Chidekel. So Daniel was carried to the Chidekel river, and there, by the Spirit of God, he began to see this final vision that deal with the events that will lead to Israel's restoration and the messianic kingdom. We've also learned from Daniel 10 verses 11 to 21 that that angel that he saw in appearance of a man encouraged Daniel for verses 11 on all the way to verse 21. And how wonderful it was when he said to Daniel in verse 11 of chapter 10, And he said unto me, O Daniel, a man greatly beloved, understand the word that I speak unto thee, and stand upright, for unto thee am I now sent, and so on. And when Daniel was standing up, he began to encourage Daniel. This was in chapter 10, verses 11 to 21. Then we continued in chapter 11, Daniel chapter 11, verses 1 to 20. And Daniel was informed by this man, by this angel, of the wars that will take place during the Grecian Empire. The north against the south, Syria against Egypt, Egypt against Syria. And these wars, the conflict that will take place during the Grecian Empire, Israel will be in the midst. The Jewish people in the midst, they were affected by the constant wars that existed between the north and the south, the south and the north, Syria and Egypt, and Egypt and Syria. Israel, the pleasant land, the Jewish people are right in the midst. It was then, from the next verses, verses 21 to 35 of Daniel chapter 11, that we have learned of the persecution of the Jewish people by Antiochus Epiphanes, And this wicked king, during the time of the Grecian Empire, he was the Syrian Grecian Empire, Antiochus IV, Epiphanes. He is the one that committed the abomination of desolation, and he defiled the temple in Yerushalayim, set an image there of Zeus, asked the Jewish people to worship that image and to worship him. He wanted the Jewish people to seek to worship him, Daniel's people. And then he caused this abomination of desolation that he defiled the temple in Jerusalem and sought to destroy the Jewish faith from among the people of Israel. But by God's grace, God, as we know from history, delivered the Jewish people from Antiochus Epiphanes and the Hashmonaim, Judah HaMakabee, the Maccabees have rededicated the temple in the city of Yerushalayim as they were pushing the Syrian Grecian army and they were successful to rededicate the temple in the city of Yerushalayim which is called in the Feast of Israel, the Feast of Hanukkah, the Feast of the Dedication, Hanukkah, Habayit in Hebrew, the Dedication of the Temple of the House of God. But then, beloved brothers and sisters, we have learned that in the remaining portion of Daniel chapter 11, from verse 36 to verse 45, we learn that now the angel, this man, carry Daniel all the way to the final days of the tribulation period. In other words, he shifted from the days of Antiochus Epiphanes, the Grecian Syrian king that came to harm the people of Israel, and he shifted from the days of Antiochus Epiphanes, who became a type of the Antichrist, and Daniel received information concerning the Antichrist, the counterfeit Messiah, 
Mashiach HaShekir, the false Messiah, who will rise at the latter days, in the final days of the tribulation period. He will rise beginning before, but it's specifically that which will take place during the tribulation period. The tribulation period is a seven-year period of time that God have allotted for the time that is called Jacob's trouble, where the Antichrist, the counterfeit Messiah, according to Daniel 11, verse 36 to 45, he will be the one that will enter into the glorious land, and he will ultimately will be the one that will cause havoc to the Jewish people, and the Jewish people will be persecuted, and they will ultimately will have to flee, and they will flee to Edom, Moab, and Ammon, which is present-day Jordan, where God will preserve the remnant, the people of Israel, until the time of the end of the tribulation period. That will be the willful king, that Antichrist will rise during the tribulation period, and he will be the one that will ultimately will come to an end, as it says at the end of chapter 11, verse 45, And he shall plant the tabernacle of his palace between the seas of the glorious holy mountain, and he shall come to his end, and none shall help him. And so, beloved brothers and sisters, that's where we concluded with chapter 11. And now we are entering into the 12th chapter. And while the 12th chapter of the book of Daniel, the last chapter has 13 verses, I would like to deal specifically only in this ministry meeting with the first three verses, which are extremely interesting and actually extremely important if we are to understand the program and the plan of God for Israel and for all, really, the nations of the world. It is, as we mentioned before, very important to distinguish between God's promises to His earthly people, Israel, and God's promises for His heavenly people, the church, the assembly. Why it is so important to understand, because if we don't distinguish between Israel, the nation, and the church, we will never be able to rightly divide the word of truth. And so when we read now the book of Daniel, the prophetic word of Daniel, you will notice that specifically Daniel is dealing with the times of the Gentiles, and God's dealing with His people, Israel, during the times of the Gentiles. And as I mentioned before, I will mention it once again, the times of the Gentile is a period of time which, which began at 605 BC, when Daniel was carried away to Babylon, Hananiah, Azariah, Mishael, and we might say, some, call it, some would like to say from 586 B.C. when the temple was destroyed by Nebuchadnezzar. But from that time on, 605 or 586 B.C., this time of the Gentiles began where the kingdom was given by God, took, took, have been taken away from His people Israel, given to the Gentiles. And all these Gentile empires, the Babylonian, followed by the Medo-Persian, followed by the Grecian, and then followed by the Romans, and ultimately the divided Roman Empire, and the revived Roman Empire, which will be revived in the latter days, and ultimately all the way to the end of the tribulation, and the times of the Gentiles will end when the Messiah Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah, will be accepted at His second coming to earth by His people, the people of Israel. Yeshua said, before He died, before the church was born, 
He said in Luke chapter 21, speaking about the people of Israel, in verse 20, And when ye shall see Jerusalem compassed with armies, then know that the desolation thereof is nigh. Then let them which be in Judea flee into the mountains, and let them which are in the midst of it depart out, and let not them that are in the countries enter therein too. For these be the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. But woe unto them that are with child, and to them that give suck in those days, for there shall be a great distress in the land, and rest upon his, these people, and they shall fall by the edge of the sword, and shall be led away captive into all nations. Listen to this. And Jerusalem shall be trodden down of the Gentiles until, until when? Until the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. That expression, the times of the Gentiles, is the period of time from 605 B.C. or from 586 B.C. all the way throughout, including the church age, after the rapture of the church, including the tribulation period, and it will end, the times of the Gentiles will end at the second coming of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus the Messiah, when He will come at His second coming, as we read it in the book of Daniel. Behold, He comes, as we read in, wonderful as we read in the book of Daniel, as well as in the book of Revelation, of the coming of the Lord Jesus the Messiah. You remember, we have read it already in Daniel chapter 7, where we do read of how Daniel have seen, beloved brothers and sisters, we read in Daniel chapter 7, And I saw in a night vision, and behold, one like unto the Son of Man came with cloud, with the clouds of heaven, and came to the Ancient of Days, and they brought him near before him. And we read that there was a given unto him dominion and, and glory and a kingdom that, sh- uh, that all people, nations, and languages should serve Him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion which shall not pass away, and His kingdom that which shall not be destroyed. Daniel have already seen the vision of the second coming of the Messiah. We also read of that second coming of the Messiah in Revelation chapter 1 and verse 7, where we read, Behold, He cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see Him. This is the second coming of the Messiah at the end of Etot HaGoyim, the times of the Gentiles, which will come to an end. Well, by the time we arrive now to chapter 12, beloved brothers and sisters, Daniel chapter 12, there is a continuing of the information that Daniel receives from that angel uh, concerning the events that will take place to Israel's restoration and the establishment of the promised Messianic kingdom. So, we are kind of continuing from the end of chapter 11, where we we receive information concerning the Antichrist, the counterfeit Messiah, and the ultimate, uh, 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 that he will come to an end, and none will help him, Daniel 11, verse 45, then the angel, that man, that servant of God, that uh, heavenly servant that came to minister to Daniel, he continued to say to Daniel in verse 1, 2, and 3, and he's speaking about the Israel's restoration that will follow the day of the tribulation period. See how beautiful. And I want to mention here some very important points. First of all, in verse 1, we read, And at that time shall Michael, Michael stand up the great prince, which standeth for the children of thy people, And there shall be a time of trouble, 
such as never was since there was a nation, even to that same time. And at that time, thy people shall be delivered, every one that shall be found written in the book. Immediately, beloved brothers and sisters, as we read uh, Daniel 12 and verse 1, we discover immediately that the angel that gave information to Daniel tells Daniel that at that time, at that time shall Michael stand up the great prince which standeth for the children of thy people. Now what is that time? Again, that time is the time of the end. That time is the time of the tribulation period. That time is the time of these years, these seven years of, the, uh, of Jacob's trouble, of which we have already read in chapter 11, verses 40 to 45. Let me remind you, in verse 40 of chapter 11 we read, And at that time of the end shall the kings of the south push him, and the kings of the north shall come against him like a whirlwind with chariots, and with horsemen, and with many ships, and he shall enter into the countries, and shall overthrow, and pass over. This is the time in which the, the beginning of the tribulation, which will lead to the middle of the tribulation, these seven years, so in other words, from the beginning to the middle of the tribulation, and specifically in the middle of the tribulation, there will be a time in which the the king of the south from Syria and the king of the north from uh, the king of the south from Egypt and the king of the north from Syria, there will be the one that will come against him. This is that Antichrist. This is that uh, counterfeit Messiah of whom we have already read from verse uh, verses uh, thirty-six on. The willful king, the false Mashiach. That man of sin, we had a list of the name that uh, is given unto him in Scripture. At that time, he will have right there, sometime in the middle of the tribulation, there will be this, this, this opposition to him from the south and from the north, but yet he will defeat the opposition. And notice we read in verse 41 of chapter 11, He shall enter into the glorious land, and, uh, and he will take over that glorious land, he will take over the land of Israel, and there he will be the one that will ultimately will situate himself there and commit the abomination which make it desolation. And so we read that at that time, chapter 12, verse 1, at that time in the middle of the tribulation, in the middle of the time where that wicked, willful king, the counterfeit Messiah, when he will seek to take the place of God and commit the abomination of desolation spoken by Daniel the prophet at that time the Jewish people Daniel's people will receive special special help from Michael the angel again very interesting to note that at that time there will be a deliverance for the people of Israel and that shows us that God is intending to help His people during the uh, tribulation period, that they will not be consumed. So we read that Michael, verse 1, stand up that great prince, which standeth for the children of thy people. Again, beloved brothers and sisters, the context of really the whole book of Daniel deals with Daniel's people, the Jewish people, the people of Israel. Now we read, he is the one, notice that, he is the great prince, he is an archangel. In fact of him, we read in the book of Jude, in verse 9, yet Michael the archangel, when uh, con contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses, the body of Moshe. So he is uh, recorded in Scripture and known in God's Word that he is that one 
that is called the archangel. He was one of these angels that were, was designated by God to be the angel that will stand for the people of Israel throughout the ages of Israel's history, but specifically we see his activity here during the seven-year tribulation. And so, he will stand for the children of thy people, Daniel, and there shall be a time of trouble. A time of trouble, beloved brothers and sisters. So, Michael, the angel, will assist Israel during the tribulation period. To remind you, according to the prophet Jeremiah in chapter 30, there we read of this terrible tribulation period that is called in, in, uh, in Hebrew, Tsarat Yaakov, Jacob's trouble. Ask ye now and see whether a man does travail with child. Wherefore do I see every man with his hands on his loins? As a woman in travail, and all faces are turned and tuned and turned into paleness. Alas, for that day is great, so that none is like it. It is even the time of Jacob's trouble. But notice that he shall be saved out of it. In other words, God will use a Michael, his angel, to minister to his people Israel and to assist Israel in deliverance from the terrible animosity of the counterfeit Messiah, Antichrist, the false prophet, and Satan that will rise against the Jewish people seeking to do away with the Jewish people. But God has a plan. And God is sustaining His earthly people because He has set in His heart, in His plan, in His sovereign choice to use Israel to be a blessing to this world as He brought the Messiah through the nation of Israel in the first coming to die for the sin of this world. Again, He will bring the Messiah who will return and He will be establishing the kingdom here. But first of all, the tribulation will have to take place. And Michael will come and help the people of Israel during the time of trouble. We find it here. And so Jeremiah 30 verses 6 and 7 mention that. And then if you remember, even our Lord Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah, spoke concerning these terrible days that are called in Scripture the time of the tribulation. You remember what Yeshua said? Jesus the Messiah said, in Matthew 24 and verse 21, For then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world, to this time, no, nor ever shall be. So, beloved brothers and sisters, Israel will receive deliverance. The angel, Michael, the great prince, he is standing for the Jewish people during the time of trouble. And it does say in verse 1 that there will be a time of trouble such as never was since the nation even to that same time. And this is exactly what Yeshua mentioned in, in uh, Matthew chapter 24. But notice, beloved brothers and sisters, how beautiful. According to verse 1 at the end, the Jewish people will be delivered by the Lord. Those whose names are written in that book. This is the book of life. And really, because they are believers, they will be saved. Because ultimately as a nation, they will be delivered. And that is the book of life. That the name will be there. And so apparently you have that it says, Everyone that shall be found written in the book. Well, it is interesting. Because at that time, the Jewish people were not as a nation yet redeemed as a nation. They will have to be delivered. They will have to be persecuted. 
They will have to go through Jacob's trouble before they will come to their wit's end and will ultimately turn to the Lord Yeshua, the Messiah. But you see, apparently as far as God is concerned, they are already written in the book because He has elected them. He has chosen them. These are the elect of Israel who will be surviving the tribulation period. And so you know, beloved brothers and sisters, oftentimes we read in Scripture the word saints. The word saints in Hebrew means kdoshim or mekudashim. Those that are set apart for God. Who are those? Those are the elect. Those are the ones that God has chosen. You remember to remind you that church saints are also elected. We have been chosen, believers in Yeshua the Messiah have been chosen before the foundation of the world. They're called saints, set apart for God, positionally. Here we see these are the saints or the ones that are written in the book. According to Matthew chapter 24 and where we just read concerning the tribulation period where Yeshua the Messiah said, Then shall be great tribulation such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, no, ever shall be. Then he continues and he says, And except those days should be shortened, there should no flesh be saved, but for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. So the elect in Matthew 24 and verse 22 are those that in Daniel 12, 1, we read of them, everyone that shall be found written in the book. This is the book of life, the Lamb's book of life, where those that have believed on the Lord and accepted Him are now written in the book of life. And so, we have here, Daniel is assured by the angel who came to minister to him, three things in verse 1, that Michael the angel will assist Israel during the tribulation, that Michael the angel is the one that is called the prince that was called to stand for the children of thy people. This is the Jewish people. And thirdly, that the Jewish people will be delivered by the Lord and that their name will be written in that book. And that book, beloved brothers and sisters, is the book of life. In Philippians chapter 4, we do read about that book of life. Notice that I'm reading the verse in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 3. And we read, Entreat thee also, true York fellow, help those women which labored with me in the gospel, with Clement also, and with other my fellow laborers, whose names are in the book of life. So the book of life is a book where they redeem their name are there. Those that are unregenerated one, their name will be erased from that book of the living. But the believers, their name will be retained in the book of life. In Revelation chapter 3, we do read, beloved brothers and sisters, in verse 5, we read, He that overcometh, the same shall be clothed in white raiment, and I will not blot out his name out of the book of life. That's what the Lord said to the assembly at Sardis. He promised to those that will overcome, not only being overcome by faith in Yeshua the Messiah, but overcome in a practical way in their life, but they are overcomers because of their belief in the person of Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah. Because of this, their name will not be blotted out of the book of the living. Wonderful 
uh, to learn that Lamb's Book of Life mentioning Revelation 13, 8 and Revelation 21 and verse 27. And so now, beloved brothers and sisters, we move to the second verse. Here in Daniel uh, chapter 12 and verse 2. Here, very, very, very interesting verse that I would like to emphasize uh, right now to us all. Notice what it says here in verse 2 of Daniel chapter 12 and verse 2. The angel continued and he said, And many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting contempt. So while in verse 1 we learn that, number 1, at that time Michael the angel will assist the Jewish people. At that time Michael the angel will be designated angel for the people of Israel during the time of trouble. And that the Jewish people will be delivered with the assistance of Michael the angel. Specifically in the second half of the tribulation when the abomination of desolation will be there in the city of Jerusalem, where the Antichrist will desecrate the temple, situate himself there, claiming to be God. But now we find out, in verse 2, that once the Antichrist, the counterfeit Messiah, will be punished and ultimately will die, and will be destroyed by the end of the tribulation period. But then we find out in verse 2, that many of them that slept in the dust of the earth shall be awakened. Now we learn from this passage of the resurrection of the dead. Again, we have to realize that, that there is, in the word of God, is a promise that there is a day of resurrection, both for believers into everlasting life, and for unbelievers to everlasting destruction. Now it is important to understand, that we live here for a certain length of time, and once a person dies, his body goes back to the ground, to the tomb, to the earth where God had have taken our body from, he formed Adam out of the dust of the ground, and the soul and the spirit is returning to God. If a person was a believer in God, and he was forgiven, a believer in the Lord Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah, his soul and spirit is absent from the body and present with the Lord Jesus the Messiah. The body is in the ground. Same thing with the unbeliever. The body will be in the ground, but the soul and the spirit return to God, but will be placed in what is known today, Hades, or hell, or Sheol, waiting the day that the soul and the spirit and the resurrected body will be united together, and ultimately the unregenerated person will be cast into the lake of fire. So there is a resurrection. This is a day when this body will rise again. And this is important to understand. Here we see that, notice that, many of them that sleep in the dust, in Hebrew it says, Rabim miyeshenei admat afar. Many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall be awakened. Some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting contempt. So we learn, beloved brothers and sisters, from Daniel chapter 12 and verse 2, that there is a day of resurrection. But we need, we need to take a note here, beloved brothers and sisters, that the first thing we learn here, that after the tribulation, there will be a resurrection of those that die. And specifically in the context here, because the angel speaking about Daniel's people, as we read in verse 1, the children of thy people, at that time thy people shall be delivered. He is speaking about Daniel's people, the Jewish people. 
And therefore, the one that will rise up, those that were sleeping, this is Israel, the nation, those that died in previous days of the history of the nation of Israel, they will rise. And so you notice what we read, that there is a resurrection for the nation of Israel, for individual of Israel, that have died and would already have gone in years past, and they are in the grave. There will be a resurrection for individuals of Israel. But the second thing we learn here, that while it looks like that there will be a resurrection, a one resurrection, because it says here, many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt, it sounds like as if there is one resurrection for all those that will rise to everlasting life and at the same time all those that will rise to everlasting contempt. But beloved brothers and sisters, the Bible teaches us that there is no one single resurrection because there will be more than one resurrection. In fact, there are two resurrections. There will be a period of time that will divide between the sun that will rise to an everlasting life and the rest of them, the others, that will rise to everlasting shame and contempt. Now, while it sounds like from verse 2 here that there is only one resurrection, but the scripture teaches us that there are two resurrections. One of them is called the resurrection of life, and the other one is called the resurrection of everlasting contempt. Just wanted to mention that the Lord Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah himself said, John chapter 5, there we read in verse 28 and 29 the words of the Lord. Listen to this. John 5, verse 28 and 29. Yeshua, Jesus the Messiah said, Marvel not at this, for the hour is coming, in the which all that are in the grave shall hear his voice. And shall come forth they that have done good unto the resurrection of life, and they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. Now again, you can see that the Lord Jesus, the Lord Yeshua, the Messiah, distinguish between those that will rise into the resurrection of life and those that will rise in the resurrection of damnation. We don't know how much time is passed between the two from these two passages, but if we look at the additional revelation that we have in Scripture, it was the Lord Himself, through His angel, that gave this information to Apostle John on the island of Patmos. In Revelation chapter 20, we do read, it is very interesting, all the way from verse 1 to verse 6, And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit, and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold of the dragon, that old serpent, which is the devil, and Satan, and bound him, listen, for a thousand years. These thousand years is a thousand years of the messianic kingdom. This is how long the messianic kingdom will be, for one thousand years. We continue in verse 3. And cast him into the bottomless pit, and shut him up, and set a seal upon him that he should deceive the nations no more until the thousand years should be fulfilled. And after that he must be loosed a little season. Verse 4. And I saw thrones, and they that sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them, and I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God, and they had not worshipped the beast, neither the image, neither they received his mark upon their forehead or in their hand, and they lived 
and reign with Christ for a thousand years. And notice it says in verse 5 and 6, But the rest of the dead did not live until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Verse 6, Blessed and holy is he that has part of the first resurrection, for such the second death, which ultimately will lead to eternal death, has no power, but they shall be priests of God and of Christ, and shall reign with him for a thousand years. So, beloved brothers and sisters, the unbelievers, the unregenerated ones, they will not be resurrected at the first resurrection. They will be raised after the thousand years of the messianic age will come to fruition. And so we learn from Daniel chapter 12 and verse 2, along with John chapter 5 and verses 28 and 29, and along with a Revelation chapter 20 verses 4 and 5, that there will be in at least 1,000 years between the first resurrection of only believers and the second resurrection of only unbelievers. And so we learn here from this verse, Many of them that slept in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life, and some to shame and everlasting contempt. So there will be at least 1,000 years between the first resurrection, which is the resurrection of everlasting life, and the second resurrection, and this is the resurrection to shame and to everlasting contempt, which will be divided by at least 1,000 years between the two. Now, another important thing that we want to learn here that there will be two groups among the people of Israel who will rise and will join the Israel that will survive the tribulation. And when they will rise, they will join Israel, and then all Israel will enjoy the kingdom together. The Old Testament saints of Israel, which will be raised, the tribulation saints of Israel, which will be raised, and the living people of Israel, which will be surviving the tribulation, they will all co-reign and rule with the Messiah for the thousand years after the resurrection, that is called the first resurrection. And so as we read here, beloved brothers and sisters, how wonderful it is for us to see of these three groups. You remember what we read in verse 1? Thy people shall be delivered. In other words, during the time of trouble, there will be some from Israel who will be delivered by the Lord with the help of Michael the angel, and they will survive the tribulation period and will enter into the kingdom, the thousand years kingdom, alive surviving the tribulation period. That will be the first group. But then we also learn that those of them that slept in the dust of the earth, according to verse 2 of Daniel 12, they will rise. They will be awakened. Some to everlasting life. Well, this is the first resurrection. And apparently, according to the prophecy of Isaiah, we have the promise that the Lord will raise the saints of Israel from days of old. He will raise them to enter into the Messianic kingdom and to rule and reign and enjoy the promised kingdom. We do read in Isaiah chapter 26 and verse 19, Thy dead men shall live, together with my dead body shall they arise, awake and sing, ye that dwell in the dust, for thy dew is the dew of herbs, and the earth shall cast out the dead. 
So Isaiah was speaking about a future resurrection, bodily resurrection of these Jewish people, of the people of Israel who died in days of old, and they were believers. They believed in the God of Israel. They will be resurrected in order to enter into the Messianic kingdom. But we also know, beloved brothers and sisters, that there will also be what we call tribulation saints. They will be martyred. They will die during the tribulation period. They are saints. They will also rise in the first resurrection. According to Revelation chapter 20 and verses 4, 5 and 6 we read, and I'm reading, especially notice verse 4, And I saw thrones, and they sat on them, and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls, listen to that, the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Yeshua, the witness of Jesus. This is verse 4. And for the word of God. And which had not listened, they have not worshipped the beast, neither his image. Neither had they received a mark upon their forehead or in their hand, and they lived and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. Now notice that they were dead, because John see their souls, and their souls have been taken to heaven, but their body went to the grave. Why? Because they were beheaded. The Antichrist and his army, the wickedness of these revived Roman Empire headed by the Antichrist, the first beast of Revelation chapter 13, and he, they beheaded these godly Jewish people during the tribulation period, so they died. But yet the Lord said that they will rise and they will worship him because they refuse to worship the beast and his image. And they will live and reign for a thousand years with the Messiah doing the Messianic kingdom. Well, in order that they will reign with him, after their, their head were beheaded, they were in the grave, in the tomb. They needed to be resurrected. So what we learn here, beloved brothers and sisters, from these verse 2, that there will be these Three groups who will enjoy and will enter into the Messianic kingdom, headed up by the Messiah himself, who will rule and reign as King of kings and Lord of lords. And these three groups will be those Israel who survived the tribulation, alive, they will enter into the Messianic kingdom. The saints of Israel that have died in the history of Israel, they will rise according to Isaiah chapter 26 and verse 19, but also according to Revelation 20 verses 4, 5, and 6, Israel, the Jewish people, the saints who died during the tribulation, they will also rise. And together, all Israel shall be saved and ultimately be blessed in that wonderful place that will be given to them, finally, once and for all, for the Messianic Kingdom, where all the promises of the Lord will be truly fulfilled to the letter. But then, beloved brothers and sisters, what we again, I would like to emphasize in our study of Daniel chapter 12, verses 1, 2, and 3, I'd like to emphasize the fact that all together, Israel will enjoy the full promises of God, but you will notice that the Old Testament Jews, or Old Testament Israel, people like David, and like Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, they will be the Old Testament saints that will rise during the end of the tribulation to enter into the Messianic kingdom. They will rise, and they will enjoy to be with their people, and also with the Messiah himself. In Jeremiah chapter 30, we read concerning David. It says in verse 8, For it shall come to pass in that day, says the Lord, that I will break his yoke from off thy neck, this is the Antichrist, and will burst thy bonds, 
And strangers shall no more serve themselves of him, of Israel. And they shall serve the Lord and their God. And listen, David their king, whom I will raise up unto them. God graciously will raise King David from the grave. And he will rule and reign under King Messiah over the people of Israel in the Messianic kingdom. What a day that will be when David, as well as all the Old Testament saints of the people of Israel, as well as the tribulation saints, will all rise and reign with the Messiah for that one thousand years long. In Matthew chapter 19 and verse 27 and verse 28 we read, then answered Peter and said unto him, Behold, we have forsaken all and follow thee. What shall we have uh, therefore? In other words, what will you give us? Because we have been so faithful, Peter is saying. But Yeshua said to him, Listen to this verse, beloved brothers and sisters. Listen to this very, very interesting verse we do read in verse 28. And Yeshua said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that ye which have followed me in the regeneration, in the new age, when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of His glory, ye also, listen, ye also shall sit upon twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. This is the promise that the apostles will be there on twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. The apostles themselves will rule over the nation of Israel, even though they were the one that have, was part of the church that began the assembly, the church, but they will also rule over the nation of Israel, over the twelve tribes of Israel. In the same Gospel of Matthew, we do read concerning Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. In verse 11 we read of Matthew 8, And I say unto you that many shall come from the east and west, and shall sit down with Abraham, and with Isaac, and Jacob, in the kingdom of heaven. Notice that, in the kingdom of heaven. Many will come, and they will sit with Abraham, Isaac, and Yaakov. Abraham, Isaac, and Yaakov will sit in the future day in that kingdom with King Messiah our Lord Yeshua Himself. And so, beloved brothers and sisters, these passages are so fascinating. We learn that the first resurrection is the resurrection that will be happening in order. There will be an orderly fashion in which this first resurrection will happen. And the order will be, as we read in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, we read the Apostle Paul instructed the believers there, and he said to them, notice in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 20, you remember what we read? Now is Christ risen from the dead, and he become, listen, the first fruit of them that slept. The first one that will rise in the order of resurrection will be the Lord Jesus the Messiah in the first resurrection according to 1 Corinthians 15 and verse 20 and surely he rose already according to Matthew chapter 28. He rose from among the dead. The Apostle Paul continued to mention in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 21, 22 and 23 and he says, listen to this, for since by one man death came, by one man came also the resurrection of the dead. For in, if in Adam all died, even so in Messiah shall all be made alive. But every man, listen to this, every man in his own order. Christ, the Messiah, the first fruit, and then afterward, they that belong to Christ and the Messiah at His coming. Again, you notice that there is an order. Every man in his own order. Christ, the Messiah, is the first fruit, and afterward they 
that belong to him at his coming. So, beloved brothers and sisters, we learn from this passage that there will be also an order in the resurrection. In the first resurrection, the resurrection of the righteous, there will be an orderly fashion. First, the Messiah, who already rose from among the dead some 2,000 years ago. Then there will be the saints of the assembly of the church. They will be resurrected at the rapture. And according to 1 Corinthians 15, verses 51 and 52, we read, listen to this. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, the trump shall sound, and the dead shall be raised, incorruptible, and we shall be changed. He emphasizes the, the very same thing also in First Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 13 to 18. So there will be the resurrection of the church saints, which will occur before the tribulation will begin, because the church is a heavenly company, the church is not Israel, the church will be resurrected, the dead in Christ shall rise first, and then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them to meet the Lord in the air, First Thessalonians chapter 4. And so, in the order of the resurrection of the righteous one, of the first resurrection, Yeshua the Messiah rose 2,000 years ago, the church saints will rise and be raptured exactly when the Lord will come to meet them in the cloud, to be taken out of here. But here in the context, here we have Israel, who will rise at the end of the tribulation in order to enter into the Messianic kingdom. And how wonderful to see that David will rise, Abraham will rise, the apostles will rise, all those that belong to the Lord will rise and will enter into the messianic kingdom. So we have to distinguish between the first resurrection and the second resurrection. The resurrection of life and resurrection of death. The resurrection which lead one into everlasting life. The resurrection which lead others into the resurrection, into judgment. And there is a thousand years different in time between the first resurrection and the second resurrection, or the last resurrection. This is the resurrection unto death. And so, beloved brothers and sisters, while verses 1 and 2 of Daniel chapter 12 speak volume, the angel continued to say to Daniel in verse 3, And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they shall turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. In Hebrew, le'olam va'ed. In other words, the godly, who will ultimately will be raised at the first resurrection, while they will be living during the tribulation period, they will be godly. They will be wise. They will shine as the brightness of the firmament. And they will turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. In other words, speaking about Daniel's people, the Jewish people, the people of Israel, the godly who will rise later on at the end of the tribulation, but yet during the tribulation they will shine. They will live for God with all the trials that they will experience. But they will be shining as the brightness of the firmament. The reflection of the Shekhinah, of the glory of God, will be reflected in their behavior during the tribulation period. Well, this is a wonderful, wonderful truth to learn 
and how thankful ought we to know that there is a day of resurrection. And so many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall be awake, some to everlasting life, and the others to shame and to everlasting contempt. But until that day, beloved brothers and sisters, for us who belong to the assembly, the church, the ecclesia, those true believers, we are waiting for the rapture of the church, where the Messiah, Jesus, will come to meet His heavenly company in the air. Then the dead of Christ will rise first. Then we which are alive shall be caught up with them to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. This is the next order in the first resurrection. The Messiah rose already 2,000 years ago. The church saints, the assembly saints, will rise at the rapture of the church. And then in the order of the future day, Israel, the nation, the Jewish people of the olden days, they will rise and enter into the kingdom. And also the tribulation saints who will die during the tribulation, they will rise and enter into the messianic kingdom to reign with their brethren for a thousand years. But until then, they that shall be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament, and they shall turn many to righteousness as stars forever and ever. Well, beloved brothers and sisters, may the Lord bless His word and encourage our hearts to understand the plan that God has for the nation of Israel in the future day, and for the whole world in the coming days of the second coming of Yeshua, Jesus, our Messiah. Well, until the next time, God bless you. Dear friends, we say Shalom Shalom. You have been listening to the Holy Scriptures and Israel with Gideon Levitam. Gideon teaches God's Word from a Hebrew Messianic perspective. For more information about this ministry, write to Holy Scriptures and Israel, Box 1411, Niagara-on-the-Lake, Ontario, L0S1J0, or visit our website at holyscripturesandisrael.com. You are also invited to Gideon's weekly Bible teaching, on Fridays at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m., and Saturdays at 1 p.m. at Willowdale Christian Assembly Hall, 28 Martin Ross Avenue in Toronto. Holy Scriptures and Israel is made possible by your prayers and financial support. If you would like to support the program, visit holyscripturesandisrael.com. God bless you. Shalom, shalom. Shalom.